Well, this is this is it. This is our first podcast. Um, yeah, exciting. Um, On the day that we've actually posted the videos of uh, Standing Man. They're now up there. They are. Standing up there. And hopefully being viewed by lots of people and enjoyed by lots of people. Yeah, yeah. And I think more importantly, understood by lots of people what we're trying to uh, achieve. Yeah, what are we trying to achieve? Interesting question. Interesting Mm. question. And one, of course, we're going to be asked many times, I'm sure. Because people think we've just been standing well, still. Well, I hope, I hope people are interested enough to ask some questions. That's the point. It's mm. a it's a thought pro- provoking. A thought. A pro- pro- it's, a provo- it's a provocation. Each standing is a provocation, isn't it? Yeah. Well, each standing is a performance, first mm. and foremost. Um, I think uh, because we're we are starring, I guess, for want of a better way of putting it, in our own video, aren't we? Mm. Um, and the process is quite hard. It's a live, a live event. It's a documentation of a live event. And the live event is half an hour standing very still. Mm. And the product of which are these one minute videos, which, which kind of seem to capture uh, it's the, the sense of the image uh, capturing life like a, a butterfly, mm. you know, with a, a nail through it. I like that, um, I like that idea. But that here, what we've got in this time lapse is just. Fragment, fragmented, yeah. um, degradation, yeah. loss somehow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing, it's, it's probably worth explaining how physically it works. So I think mm. some people might view this and, and not be fully aware because we don't explain it. I mean, that's the thing, but we can hear in that it is a time lapse um, photography off a, off a digital movie camera that takes one frame per second, as opposed to the regulation or standard 24 or 25 frames per second that moving image uh, at normal speed will take. That doesn't make any... Yeah, it kind of does make sense. I mean, I think that's right. <clears throat> so what it does is it essentially, by slowing down the process, yeah. it speeds up time. It does that, absolutely. And in speeding up time, when you watch one of these videos, you start to notice what actually happens in the landscape when you look at it. Because yeah. you wouldn't notice uh, the, the weird patterns that birds, seabirds make when they, when they fly around your head. Well, firstly, they wouldn't fly around your head because you'd be moving. Yeah. So it allows things to occur. Yeah. It, it allows the light to move. It allows you to notice the light shifting. Tides to, to ebb and flow, mist mm. to roll, the mm. sun to set. So you see, you see these things in a way. I suppose, I suppose uh, you aren't going to see. I mean, you, you are going to see if you go and stand outside the pub on the seafront. You're going to see the sunset, and it's a beautiful thing. That's why people go and sit there. But then, if you were to film that sunset and put it on uh, a television screen for its actual duration, I think you you. you Actually, it's not that exciting. No. And, and what, what we're doing here is we're kind of bringing your attention back, mm. reframing reality. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, it, it becomes surreal, a surreal framing of reality, which I'm sure is something to do with my drug use of youth or something. But this this desire, I mean, I'm interested in 
um, uh, long exposure pictures, nighttime photography. I've done a lot of that, going out on a night like this, which is a moonlit night, on a clear moonlit night, unfortunately it isn't tonight, but leaving the shutter open and allowing night to form a picture. And that picture really, I don't know what it's going to look like until it's, until it's, until the, the exposure has taken its course. And those exposures can be eight, eight, eight minutes long, you know. And it's that idea of changing reality some, somehow, but, through technology, but presenting it differently. And actually it is real, it's not an effect. Uh, when you take a picture at night uh, and the moonlight lights the scene, and every available thing in the camera takes as much light as it possibly can. It relights something and casts it in a much more beautiful way than you would see it in the day. In a sense, we're reminding people, it's like a slap. Hey, look, that's what you see. That's what, what's out there, landscape, or any visual point, I think. It's just, re, like you say, quite rightly, reframing it, um, but it, we're doing it in quite a surreal way. And we've talked, talked a little bit about the product, the one minute film and actually how that then kind of uh, works for the, for the viewer, the spectator. <coughs> but the actual act of standing itself, I mean, we could talk about that for, for a minute mm. or two. Um, I mean, half an hour of standing still, what's that like? It, well, you're interviewing me. Well, I'm see, just asking Tom, you. And you're doing it too. I mean, for the way I feel, I'm not. At well, I'll tell you what it's like. It's it's it's, 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 it's quite tough, really. Um, I'll describe a standing because uh, half. I mean, uh, half an hour doesn't sound like a long time, but it's a long time to stand motionless. It's also a long time to stand motionless repeatedly. So, okay, the first time you do it, that's okay. Maybe the second time you do it, if you do it the second time in the day or the third time in the day, or you've stood for almost two hours in a day not moving, um, that, that becomes quite tough. Um, but then I say that in the knowledge that there are soldiers who, who stand on parade quite happily like that for great periods of time. So I'm not going to somehow assume that it's a, you know, a great physical feat, but it does place this thing somewhat beyond... Um, natural experience and it's not it's not easy to access but the 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 thing about the standing is that you become aware of the place you are and you begin to notice those things that we notice in the sped up films the viewer you kind of begin to get this sensation of light changing or of the temperature dropping or of sounds I mean I remember doing one at Nantimoch where you can hear the uh, sheep, the sheep being gathered, mm. and the farmers, hey, hey, sir, hey, hey, sir. Yeah. and 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 they're kind of travelling by making a mountain out of a bloody molehill. Absolutely, <laughs> but you kind of become aware of this place in a way that 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 uh, as you normally pass through, you would yeah. you give it a cursory glance, you don't take yeah. it in. And I I now feel like I've got a relationship with each of the places that I've stood mm. in that I will keep with me. In yeah. a, you know, and I think I think that's a for me, a lovely way, particularly of my own interest, uh, with National Theatre Wales, engaging with the the country, the nation of Wales, actually to do that physically by mm. standing in the landscape, in the locations of the performances, and also mm. just in in the landscape of Wales. And I, I think the, the yeah, I mean, I agree with that. That's how the standings tend to work. I mean, they they well, you do say that about 
soldiers on parade in, in their little box outside wherever it is um, in London and you can stand by them and more or less kick them in the balls and they won't move but uh, they don't enjoy doing that guardsmen I mean I've heard them speak about this it's, it's a trial um, they do stand there for a bit longer than we half an hour but it's not much longer than that I don't think it's uh, it's anyway th besides that the physical act of it is quite a challenge but uh, the the understanding of, of the space is augmented slightly by virtue of the fact that we've kept the amount of information about not only why but um, where even to the, the bare minimum so it's mathematically uh, it's given mathematically in a, in a purely in a grid reference and our feet where our feet actually touch the ground is the point specifically that we're concentrating on that's why you need a person in the picture because when you see a vista you're immediately thinking where do I need to concentrate we're drawing your attention to that one spot where our feet touch the ground and by not giving any information we're saying this is just a place it doesn't really matter where it is as such it's quite political in a sense I don't want to get drawn into issues of identity and national identity but it, I think it's also important for people to understand that it's uh, that land land and landscape is built over layers and layers of time layers of things have happened there layers of people have lived there layers of types layers of uh, layers of rock have formed the place layers of vegetation the whole landscape changes so to approach an appreciation of landscape in any other way than just simply looking at it seems to me already to be charged by some kind of judgment what part are you looking at are you looking when we did the Nantamoch are you looking at Nantamoch uh, the power station period which would be the 1950s are you looking at the prehistoric period which you can still see evidence of there are you looking at the neolithic period are you looking at the modern day period or where we're standing by the dam that's actually the site of a of owen glendower's great battle of some description or other uh, whether or not it is i don't know or are you looking at the miners walking across the hills or indeed those noisy vaguely irritating farmers in the background you know these are the things that actually just simply by looking at the picture you're not being directed to look at any of those things. You're looking at all of those things. Well, I think that's a great, uh, great point on which to end this first podcast. Um, and I will do so in the manner of uh, an interviewer. And I'll thank uh, Sam. Christie. Well, I'll thank Tom as well because, of course, we're not interviewing each other. No, we're, we're not. just talking. And, and Tom just can't help himself. He's he's natural. He's he's, a, he's possibly. Dropping into interviewer mode, even interviewer tone of voice. Yeah, well, you know, there we are. We are but broadcasters in some way or another, I suppose.